God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. Wherever you are, you are blessed already. God bless you so much. You are lifted, you are highly exalted this morning. The grace of God is locating you wherever you are. God is going to do something great in your life Amen. after this broadcast. Amen. I believe that the, uh, 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 the Bible, not just I believe, the Bible said the entrance of the word gives us understanding, even gives us light. You are receiving illumination this morning after this broadcast in the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Man told Man told over who Shabbatabados, Ragadaman told over who Shabbatabada, Ragadibina and told over who Shabbatabaha, Ragamahan told over who Shabbaha, Libros Gabaha. Wherever you are, I just want you to open your mouth and begin to bless the name of the Lord, give him glory. Praise him, praise him, praise him, he is good. The Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. The I am that I am. The king of kings. The lily of the valley. The rose of Sharon. We bow before your throne of grace. We give you all glory, we give you all glory. God bless you as you join the broadcast. My brother from US, Franklin, I salute you. Queen, God bless you for joining. You are lifted already. Join me in worship God. Let's bless him, the holy name. Man tos kalibe hesha. Man tola bahasha balaba. Ragadibion tola bahasha balaba. Man dolo bohos kabahanda bra. Man tola bohos shabalaba. Man dolo bohos shabalaba. Ragadibion tola bohos shabalaba. We give you our praise. We give you our praise. We bow before your throne of grace. Man dolo bohos shabalaba shabalaba. In the mighty name of Jesus, you also want to pray this morning that you will receive special divine attention. That God will look upon you with the eye of mercy this morning and show you mercy. In the mighty name of Jesus, open your mouth and pray. 
God, show me mercy. Give me special attention. Give me a special attention. That God will give you a special attention this morning. You pray that God will give you a special attention this morning. A special attention, a special attention. Give me a special attention. Show me mercy this morning. Show me mercy. Show me mercy. Show me mercy. God bless you. Gloria, God, God bless you so much for joining. You are, you are exalted. God is blessing your life from one generation to another generation. They will hear of you in the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. I said last week, grace reaches you where you are 
and take you to where God wants you to be. Grace reaches you where you are and takes you to where God wants you to be. It's not grace this morning. Your life is about to experience a shift to the glory of God. God bless you for joining. God bless you. Grace is about to cause a shift in the life of somebody. Grace brings us to the place of fellowship. Grace brings us to the place of intimacy with the master. Grace arranges a dinner with the Lord with us. For us. Mm. Emmanuel, God bless you. We are still talking about grace this morning. We're, we're dealing with dimension of grace from the previous broadcast. Today, we want to go into another dimension of it. I said that the last time that we, we came to that place, where we realized that the concept of grace was overused yet underdefined. The concept of grace was used, grace, everywhere, anytime. We mentioned grace, grace, but the true understanding, the potency, the dynamics of grace has not even well been defined. And if you have been following my, my other brokers, the earlier brokers, you will understand that grace operates in dimension. The grace that brought you the forgiveness of sin. Grace that brought you acceptance. That after forgiving you were accepted as a child of God. Grace that brings you divine enablement. Grace that makes you enjoy the presence of God. that make you whole and complete and we also mentioned that grace is not a license to live or continue to live in sin but grace comes to teach us to energize us to empower us to live in the will of God grace is the force that propels us to live a life that pleases God Grace is the strength of God to enable a feeble humanity to live a, a, a supernatural life. So grace enables you to say no to sin. Grace gives you the strength to say no to temptation. Grace gives you the, the, the strength to say bye-bye to the world and the things of the world. Grace does not only bring you forgiveness, but energizes you to live the will of God in the earth realm. In a world full of darkness and sin, in a world full of iniquity, in a world full of atrocities, what you need to be outstanding is grace. Grace to be exceptional, that you will not live the life that others live. That you will not live your life according to the standard and the details of the world. Grace enables you to do the will of God. 
May you receive that grace this morning wherever you are in the name of Jesus. Amen. There is something you were not able to stop. There is something that has kept you captive. There is something that kept you bound. But you are receiving grace this month to be free. In the name of Jesus, the Son of the Living God. My life is for your glory, O God. So going into today's broadcast, I still want to talk about the book of John chapter 5. It's about the story of the man by research was said to be paralyzed, not just lame. A man who is lame is able to make a movement by the help of crotch and other things. But a paralyzed man can only be moved by the assistance of people when he is carried or by the help of a wheelchair so this man was paralyzed and every morning his family would bring him to the pool where an angel came to stir the water hoping that he would receive his healing and every evening they'll pick him back home every morning they'll bring him to the pool in the evening, they'll send him back, hoping that he will receive his healing. But one day, when he was still waiting for that intervention to happen, the master arrived. The master Jesus, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. The Bible said, at the mention of his name, every knee bow and every time confesses that he is Lord. He passed by and met this man. And ask the man, do you want to be whole? Do you want to walk again? The man gave a lot of excuses why he will not be well. I wouldn't want to go into details on that. But at the end of the day, Jesus commanded the man to rise up, take his mat and walk. The man for the first time walked with his two legs. The Bible said he left immediately. And when he went to, to, into town, the Pharisees met him. And, and he asked, they asked him, why are you with your mat? Why did you carry your mat on the Sabbath day? It is against the law that on Sabbath day you work. And this baffles me. I don't understand anyway. How is carrying a mat work? If you are not supposed to work on the Sabbath day, a man who has been lame, has been paralyzed for 38 years for the first time, was working, was working, instead of the people to be happy for him, they brought up a law that says that it was a crime for him to carry his mouth. 
Then I came to a place of understanding that one of, one of the contributing factors to the condition of the man was a law. A law. A law. A law that kept him bound. He said, why have you taken your bed? Why did you carry your mat? He said that the man who healed me commanded me to carry the mat. That was an error. Why did you carry the mat? He was supposed to face. But he quickly shifted the blame. Oh, I didn't carry the mat on my own. He said, the man who healed me commanded me to carry my mat. In other words, if there's an offense, I'm not the one to be blamed by the man who commanded me. Then they asked him, who is the man? He didn't even know the man. He didn't even know the man. The Bible said later on, in John chapter 5 verse 14, Jesus met the man again in the temple. And he found him and said, young man, you are made whole today. But make sure you go and you sin no more. Go and sin no more. It's that to reason that the man was living in sin when Jesus met him. It's that to reason that the man was not a righteous man when Jesus met him. It's that to reason that there was a particular sin that has dominated that man. Yet when Jesus located him, he overruled his sin and gave him grace to be healed. Grace overruled the sin of the man. So when Jesus met him later on and said, go and sin no more, it means he was identified with the sin. Now check this one. The Bible said in the verse 15, as soon as he left Jesus, he went back to the Pharisees and told them that I know the man who, who commanded me to carry my mat. That was betrayal. Because he was aware that the Pharisees were offended, so there was an offense. And if there was an offense, there will be penalty. So even when he found out the person who healed him, he was not supposed to go back and tell them. He went back to tell the betrayer. So even after receiving grace, the man has not repented. He did not repent. So he was living in sin. From what Jesus told him, go and sin no more. He was living in sin, but Jesus did not look at his sin. But healed him. Does that mean Jesus licensed the sin? No. He told him, go and sin no more. Otherwise, something terrible will happen to you. Something more terrible will happen to you. So, I received grace to walk, for my sin to be overruled, for me to receive forgiveness of my sin, and receive healing on top. Yet, it does not end there. The concept of grace without repentance is an error. The concept of grace without repentance is an error. So many people think that when you have grace, you can continue without any repentance for grace continue to speak for you. But when you understand grace from the angle of grace without re repentance, you are living in error. You understand something this morning. You understand something this morning. So Jesus said, go and sin no more. That was after he received grace. Because under normal circumstances, remember that a, a, a man was born blind and when Jesus and his disciples came in contact with the man, the disciples asked Jesus, is it a sin of the man or his father or his mother because caused him to, blind, to be blind? And Jesus said, none of the above. 
This has not got to, got to do with sin, but for the Son of Man to be glorified. It's time to reason that sometimes sin is, as a, is what causes sicknesses, some sicknesses that we go through. But when Jesus met this man, he was in sin, he was supposed to bypass it. But grace found him, he received healing, yet it is not over. You receive grace for forgiveness, it's not over. You need to repent. So he told the man, go and sin no more or something worse will happen to you. What is worse than a man who has been paralyzed for 38 years? Oh, child of God, grace has found you. You are enjoying it. But there is a need for repentance. Otherwise, something terrible will happen to us. What is that terrible thing? Hellfire. There is nothing more terrible than hellfire. After a man has been paralyzed for 38 years, he received grace to receive audience from the master. He said, repent. Go and sin no more. And there is something terrible. So grace is not without repentance. You receive grace and you are forgiven. Does not make, make it grace without repentance does not mean that you don't have to repent so jesus granted him grace but asked him to go and repent enjoy the music this morning Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus may grace find you this morning if you are listening to me share the broadcast share the link let somebody join in the next few minutes I want to take you into another dimension may God help us this morning second Corinthians chapter 4 second Corinthians chapter 4 verse 4 if you have your Bible, open with me. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4. And I read. In whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should 
shine unto them. I take it again. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4. In whom the God of this world has blinded the mind of death, which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. I like the special song that was sung. I don't know the actor. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. That say a wretch like me. I was once lost, but now I am found. I was blind, but now I see. Child of God, that is what I want to be from. He said, I was blind, but now I see. So, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4 made us understand. That it was not just about living in sin, but being blind in your mind, that you will not recognize that you are living in sin. The problem of the unbeliever is not just sin, but the God of this world, Satan, has blinded their mind that they will not realize that they are living in sin. So for man, to move to the stage of repentance, he first of all has to receive the grace to see. We are blinded. So Paul nailed it on the head. He said, the God of this world has blinded them that do not believe. Has blinded. So when grace comes, grace open your eyes to distinguish between the will of God and the details of the world. There are so many people who are living by the details of the world, yet they believe they are in the will of God. There are so many people who are moving by the details of the devil, yet they believe they are in the will of God. There are so many preachers who are on the pulpit preaching the word of God, yet they are not aware that they are speaking out of the will of God. Why? Because the God of this world has blindfolded them. Has blindfolded them. Until you receive that grace to be free from that blindfold, you will live your life in error without knowing. When, when, when that grace to remove the, the blindfold from your eyes has not found you, you will live a life of error. You will live a life by the details of the world. And you will still be singing the will of God. May God have mercy on us. May God have mercy on us. I declare grace will find us this morning. That our eyes will open. That our eyes will open. To the things we need to change from. It is in our daily life. When a routine, a habit of a person is justified by the word of God, is justified by scriptures, I should say, is justified by the misinterpretation of scripture. We live a life that we are confident with. 
we live a life that we are very okay with because there are few scriptures that we use to justify it but it is a misinterpretation of that scripture that is giving you that confidence why because you have been blinded by the god of this world when your eyes are open when you are free from the blindness of this world you will see the will of god and you will follow it you will be free from misinterpretation of scriptures that justify your evil life the world needs that grace we pray this morning let there be an outburst of the grace to be free from blindness spiritual blindness in the mighty name of jesus as you are yelling me right now May that grace find you. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So grace opens your eyes to see the will of God. Grace opens your eyes to see the will of God. Grace, open your eyes to know God's plan for your life. Grace, help you to repent from your evil ways. Amen. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, again, verse 14. Nene, Joe, God bless you so much for joining the broadcast. You are blessed already. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 14. But their minds were blinded. For until this day remains the veil, the same veil, untaken away in the reading of the Old Testament. Which veil is done away in Christ? So Paul in 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse chapter 3, sorry, chapter 3, verse 14, emphasized that till date, till now, people are still living with a veil of deception. The veil that covers the eyes of people. That they will not see the glorious light of God. It's still on the eyes of people. That veil is untaken. It is not automatic. That when you are born again. You are free. From blindness. It is not automatic child of God. It's until then people are still in that bondage. You must assess that grace this morning. It's not as, it's not automatic. It's not automatic that when you when you when you make an altar call, when you respond to an altar call and confess him as your Lord and personal Savior, it is not automatic that it is that. You've got to press on in faith, in understanding. Seeking the grace that will open your mind, your eyes to understanding. So the Bible at the entrance of his word. It gives us understanding, it even gives light. Are you still blind? With misinterpretation of scriptures, you are free this morning. That the God of this world that has blindfolded many, that has caused many 
to live outside the will of God, believing that they are in the will of God, will lose hold over your life. May grace find you this morning. Amen. That you'll be free from spiritual blindness. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you. I want to pray for some few people this morning before I end the broadcast. I trust that God has ministered to you this morning through the, the broadcast. And you have been blessed highly. Lifting The grace to be free from spiritual blindness. Amen. That you will not be a victim of misinterpretation of scripture. There are so many things believers are engaged in these days. In the name of spiritual directions. There are so many things believers are following these days because it is the man of God that said it. There are so many things believers are following these days because a man speaking in tongues declared it. There are so many things believers are following these days because a man in clerica says so. And because they are spiritually blind till date. They are not able to see the perfect will of God and differentiate what is right or wrong. Somebody accept that grace this morning. Amen. Receive that grace this morning. Amen. To be free in your mind. To be free in your mind. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Huh? We ignorantly follow things, doctrines, follow people who twist and misinterpret, dilute the gospel and present to us and we swallow it and we lift up our hands and say it is the will of God. Child of God, is it the will of God? Spiritual blindness is a disease. Receive grace to be free. I want you to open your mouth and begin to pray. Say, Lord Jesus, this morning I declare that I am free from spiritual blindness. Say, Lord Jesus, grant me the grace to be free from blindness in my mind. In the name of Jesus. Say, Lord Jesus, grant me the grace to distinguish evil from good. Say, Lord Jesus, grant me the grace that I will not be a victim of misinterpretation of your word. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth and pray.
Mekile Klaskova Handa Vasilis Poli Asubraha Mantori Agalahantos Vales Kales Kaleheskaha Maria Sundeleha Mantos Kalibihas Mantalibi Abahaska Mandos Kalabahas Mandos Kalibia Mantos Kabaha Sabaha Ragalabaha Sabalabaha Mantos Kabadibiliasa Grace to be free from blindness Grace, we are praying for the body of Christ, the body of Christ, for a greater the grace to be liberated from blindness, in the mighty name of Jesus. Beloved, in our days of copy and paste, when everybody is copying something, even the church is in danger of spiritual blindness. We need grace for it. Amen. When you see a pastor or a church doing something, all of a sudden you begin to copy without finding out if it is the will of God. Spiritual blindness causes us to follow, 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 and copy, copy. They are, we are following leaders, and we are just following because they are leaders, and we have no understanding guiding us for ourselves. To the leaders, religious leaders are asking their followers to go to the bush. And eat grass like a cow, like a goat. Eat grass. The last time I heard somebody eat grass was when the wrath of God came upon him, Nebuchadnezzar. To go and eat grass in the bush. And everybody ran to the bush and begin to eat grass. Spiritual blindness. You need, we need grace. We need grace. We need grace. We need grace. Grace to be free. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. As you hear the sound of my voice this morning, may the Lord show you mercy. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. May God show you mercy. Amen. May God show you mercy. Amen. That every clause, every entanglement, Every bondage in which you are, yet you are not even aware you are in bondage. May God show you mercy. Amen. May grace find you. Amen. No, there are people who are in bondage and they don't know they are in bondage. That is why they will not allow you to deliver them, to set them free. They will not even allow the light of God to locate them. There are people under serious oppression, serious bondage, yet they are ignorant because they are spiritually blind. You are free this morning. Amen. The grace of the Lord is working in your life. Amen. And after this morning, you are seeing dimensions of His mercy, Amen. dimensions of His grace, Amen. dimension of His awesomeness. In the mighty name of Jesus, Amen. God bless you so much for joining the broadcast. It's always good to have you. Emmanuel, God bless you. Gloria, God bless you. 
Abigail, God bless you. Nene, Nene, God bless you. As always, Peter, God bless you. My brother Franklin, God bless you so much. Prophet David, God bless you. Queen, you are blessed. You are blessed already. You are blessed. After this morning, the light of God will shine in your life. After this morning, you will see God in different dimensions. Know you very well that His grace is the enforcer of His will in our life. That grace has come to give us strength to live the will of God and to say no to the world and to the dictates of the world. As I sign out this morning, child of God, know that the next time you lift up your hands and say it is by the grace of God that I am living, then you must also know that that grace has come, that you will receive strength to live a life that is pleasing of Him. Amen. The next time you lift up your hand and say it is by the grace of God I am alive, then you must also know that grace is not without repentance. That grace comes with repentance. The next time you lift up your hands and say it is the grace of God, know that your eyes need to open for you to see the will of God. The next time you say that the grace of God has made it possible for you to get here, then you must know that you owe it to that grace to live a life that pleases God, that we will avoid the greater disaster that will come to us. Hellfire. God bless you so much. May the peace of the Lord be with you. It's your brother, Prince Luma, that they have become wet impact. See you again on Wednesday as we have impact power and powerful prayer and prophetic session. God bless you. I thank God for your life. You are still my special person and I love you so much. May the peace of the Lord be with you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Amen.